Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joshua Lee. Today, I want to talk about awareness and um, why it's important to kind of to cultivate your awareness on purpose. Um, the The amount of stimulus that exists in the world around you is extraordinarily high, and um, your subconscious mind is is receiving all of it at the same time, and then deciding what is important enough for you to become aware. And, and so the, the reason why it's important to cultivate your awareness is so that you can train your subconscious mind to key in on the stuff that's actually um, relevant and important to achieving the things that you want to achieve. So that's, that's the synopsis of, of what I'm going to talk about today. So how, how does that actually work? the the way this works is um your your brain has a feature in it called the reticular activating system i've talked about this before on on the the, uh, podcast and you can find it in other other areas that i've published but the 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 gist of the reticular activating system is it's kind of like a um a combination of like a gatekeeper or a bouncer at a bar kind of thing or and, and a search engine so what it does is um, based on some, some predefined uh, information, it has this, what I, what I call a guest list. Okay. So whatever's on the guest list, it goes out searching for, that's where the search engine comes into play. So it's looking for anything that, that, that matches what's on the guest list already. Uh, and that could be um, the, the, well, see, the guest list is formed by the things that are important to you. So if you spend a whole bunch of money and you buy yourself a car, for example, this is the classic example for the reticular activating system. Everybody has experienced this to some degree or another is the car. So you buy a new car and all of a sudden you start seeing that model car all over the place as you drive, right? And, and the difference is not that all of a sudden there's a bunch of those cars there where they weren't before. It's just that the existence of that in your awareness is now made important by the fact that you just spent a bunch of your hard earned money on purchasing that car. So that car must be important. So therefore your reticular activating system keys in on your awareness of those cars that have already been driving around. Okay. I hope that makes sense. So now the way the way this works in other things uh, is is you have you know we all have these cognitive biases and when our act our our RAS is looking for stuff um, most of the time it's looking to confirm the the things that we already believe so um, the guest list is made up of the beliefs and the priorities and things like that that we have already established and it starts looking for um, things that confirm those beliefs to things that are in alignment with those beliefs, um, a whole bunch of stuff like that. And the way our brains work is that our perception of the world around us is built around our beliefs that that guest list. So things things that confirm it are found. Things that um, that 
disprove our beliefs or disagree with our beliefs, they get suppressed um, or blocked out or reinterpreted so that they uh, align. And, and that way we can be kind of at peace where we're, we're calm and, and, and cool and collected. And we, and we get to live happily in our status quo. Now, um, if everything that you believed was beneficial, um, that'd be great. Um, you would, you would be, uh, intaking a whole bunch of stuff that served you well, that helped you achieve your, your goals and your desires and made you more of who you're meant to be. But the problem is that, um, that, that guest list is often populated with a whole bunch of stuff that isn't helpful. Um, limiting beliefs are the, are the common element on there. Things like, um, uh, like I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough, smart enough, thin enough, you know, whatever, attractive enough, uh, all of these different things that we have, um, b- beliefs that we have formed consciously and unconsciously over the years that, um, create our outlook on the world. Uh, many of those things are not beneficial to us. Many of those things are not true, but we choose to hold on to them or we subconsciously hold on to them uh, because we've reinforced them so many times over over the years that they are a rooted in our being. So for me, one of those things was um, I struggle with the belief that I am not qualified enough to fill in the blank, whatever, whatever it is I might be doing. Um, so I've had this, this preconception about what makes somebody qualified for things. And so for a long time, I, you know, that was things that you could hold in your hand, credentials, degrees, uh, stuff like that. And I, and I said to myself that those, those were the things that make somebody qualified. And so I would always be in search of that. And I would need some, some kind of external demonstration to others that I was, you know, good enough and qualified to be doing what I was doing without having to convince anyone. So, so whatever the outward appearance was, was enough to bring my credibility to the table and I didn't have to uh, prove it. Right. So so I struggled with that for, for a long time. I still do to, to some degree, but a lot, a lot less than, than before. But this, this is one of those things where um, my reticular activating system would be on the lookout for stuff like that. So when I was on job hunts, I would see all these, all these things that were uh, requirements that I didn't meet. Oh, look, I'm not good enough. Oh, look, I'm not qualified enough. Um, and I would feel uh, really slimy and manipulative when I would apply for jobs and have to kind of uh, um, talk around some some points like oh you know some you know sometimes a job listing would be a four year degree or equivalent experience or whatever and so I felt like I was having to um, almost con my way into an interview by explaining my um, my similar experience because I didn't have a degree. And so if I would have had a degree, I'd be like, yes, I have a degree that check that box and, and move forward. And then my other experiences would just be icing on the cake instead of 
having to show how my experiences were the cake. Right. So the, these things would just be reinforced all the time. I'd see, I'd see these requirements and I oh, look, I'm not qualified. Um, I would, when I, when I started in my entrepreneurial journey, I, you know, I would always, I always compare myself to others and see how, how much more qualified they were. So-and-so is a certified this and a certified that and a registered such and such and, um, and all these things. And so I started, I started pursuing, um, things of that nature also buying buying courses and and joining programs and getting certifications and and things and and what i realized um some, something that bothered me was as i was going to do those things like there's you know there's nothing magical there's nothing special here um i'm actually pretty capable and i wish that i didn't feel the need to prove myself to other people when i don't have uh, you know, letters behind my name, for example. And so, so that's, that's one of the, the areas for me that was constantly being reinforced by my reticular activating system. I was always seeing why I wasn't qualified because I believed that I wasn't qualified. And so everything that came in proved that um, and further reinforced my uh, lack of qualification and therefore my need for qualification. So uh, that's just, that's just one example. And that's, and that was a, that was an item on the guest list that wasn't valuable. It isn't valuable. And so I had to be very intentional about causing it to get kicked out and, and deciding to shift the beliefs around that and, and find ways to demonstrate to myself that I was in fact qualified to do things because I did, I, you know, I was doing them uh, um, all kinds of different, different stuff that I wouldn't have considered myself qualified for, but I was doing them and I was getting paid for it. And so the very fact that that, it, you know, circumstances like that existed was, was proof that I was capable and that I was qualified. And so I had to find ways to, to be intentional about altering my awareness. Um, so I had to kind of override my reticular activating system and say, look, the stuff that demonstrates that I am qualified needs to be, that needs to be on the list. Me being qualified needs to be on the list, not me being unqualified. And it's, it's challenging to, to intentionally um, make that shift. And it requires a, a cultivation of your awareness. So that's what you know, I'm going to circle back onto that. And the, the way that um, I do that is through um, daily reflection, okay? Now, there's, um, I may have said it already, but the say, there's a saying that, that is you, can't, you cannot beware of something unless you are first aware of it, right? So you can't beware unless you're aware. And, and so I, I didn't like feeling like I wasn't in control of, where I was going. I, I felt very reactive for a long time. And in the moments of reaction where I would, you know, thing, I would get questioned, why, you know, why did you do stuff this way? And then I'd react and I'd be, you know, I would, I would in the moment reflect on what happened and I'd be able to, I would be able to explain my process for thinking through things and why I did what I did. 
Um, and but when you're doing that in in a reactive form, uh, responding to other people, questioning things, uh, it come it really comes out as like excuses. Like you're making excuses. Well, here's why. But in reality, what I was doing as I was reflecting on the circumstances and the situation and the events and decide and, and understanding myself better and why I was doing what I was doing, um, but I was just doing it out loud to somebody else in response to them asking why something wasn't successful or why I did it the way I did it. And so it, it, it made it sound really excuse-like. Um, but it did teach me something. It did, it did, every time I did that, I got a better understanding and I was able to improve things uh, significantly faster than when I didn't do that. So a practice that I started to, um, to adopt and, and do was, was daily reflection. So let me, let me on purpose put myself in the situation where I had to explain to myself what it is that I, that I did throughout the day, what worked, what didn't work, why I did it, why I, why I might do it differently um, next time. And that began to be a practice that allowed me to, uh, to shine a light on a whole bunch of, of behaviors and choices that were, were kind of automatic. They were just happening without, without really thinking. And, um, and because they were happening automatically like that, I wasn't, I, you know, I wasn't in control in the moment as they were happening because it was just, it was just reactive and, and subconscious behavior. Right. Um, so through, through the act of, of daily reflection, what did I do today? How did it work? What worked? What didn't work? Why did I do what I did? Um, what were some things that, that stood out to me? What do I want to do again? What do I not want to do ever again? Um, just a handful of these questions that would, that I would just um, kind of cycle through at the end of the day. And, uh, and that would, that would just increase my awareness of how I operate on a daily basis. Uh, after a while, what I started to do was incorporate um, intentions also. Okay, so now after I reflect on, on today, so it's the end of the day, after I reflect on today, um, I, then I go, okay, what am I going to do tomorrow? What do I want to achieve tomorrow? What do I, uh, how do I want to show up tomorrow in uh, various relationships and circumstances and contexts? And uh, what do I hope to accomplish? What do I hope to get out of the day? How do I hope to feel throughout the day? How do I hope to feel at the end of the day? And um, as I began to set these intentions for myself, then it started to be um, something that I was aiming at. And then once you're, when you're aiming at something and then you're reflecting, then you get, you get a lot more um, accuracy in, in your reflection. Well, if I was, if I was trying to accomplish this, uh, well, did I accomplish it? How close was I? Um, you, you know, as soon as you have a target, you have, you have a relative point to measure your performance against and decide if it's, uh, the, the, the desired performance, if you're getting the results that you want to get, if you, if, if those results are improving over time and, and things like that. So, um, that became a really simple daily practice for me that led to a great deal of growth and progress in my life. 
and so I wanted to share that with you today um, and and so that you could take this you know this is this is my this is always my go-to like if if you could do one thing if I could give somebody one pointer it'd be that it'd be that daily practice of reflection and intention and you could do that at the same time um, you know just end of the day reflect on the day and set your intentions for the following day um, you might want to eventually get to where you reflect on the day at the end of the day and then set your intentions at the beginning of the day you could you could do it that way sometimes i um I, I like to do it that way i can i can do a you know quiet time of of meditation and thinking and then set my intentions for the day after i've after i've put my my physical and mental self into a good state to to be able to set those intentions um but but at the very minimum, it's just that one, that one minute. And it didn't, and it wouldn't take long at the end of the day, me, me going through those things. I would, it would just do, do it mentally. Um, sometimes I would, I would write stuff down to make, you know, that I wanted to make sure I would remember, but, but at the very beginning, it was just inside my head. What worked today? What didn't work today? What would I do differently? Um, what do I want to celebrate? But, you know, just go through these questions. I'd answer them in, to myself in, in my head. And then, um, and then I'd set my intentions, what I want to accomplish tomorrow. Um, and, um, it could be as simple as was today good or bad, you know, on a scale of one to five, five being good, one being bad was, what was it? And I can rate it. Um, and then I can say, what do I want tomorrow to be? I want tomorrow to be a, I like to do one to 10 rather than one to five. So today was a four and I want tomorrow to be a six. Okay. Um, is there anything I can do, uh, that will make tomorrow a six, um, based on what I learned about today and, and it like, it's really, really simple. You get, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, it could be as, as in depth as you want it to be. Um, but I find that, that this approach of, of simply rating today on a scale of one to 10, and then setting a goal for what that rating should be tomorrow um, is a really good intuitive start um, to start building up the the habit of this behavior. And then as you build up the habit, then you can start to um, explore a little more depth and um, in intention with regard to what you're reflecting on and how and in what detail. But this little, this little tip by itself um, if you don't already do it, I, I, I can promise you that if you put this into practice daily for, uh, you know, do it for 30 days, you will see a, um, marked improvement in your ability to do, uh, to, to achieve what you want to achieve, uh, because you'll be able to keep, begin keeping track of what matters, um, to, those goals. And when you start setting your intentions, this is, this is where that reticular activating system starts coming back into play, right? When you start setting your intentions of what you want tomorrow to be, and, and you've got this practice in place where you reflect on today, and then you set your intentions for tomorrow, then, then you start conditioning your reticular activating system to be on the lookout for the things that will help you accomplish that goal for the next day. Um, for getting for getting an eight out of ten instead of a five out of ten and um 
and you start identifying eight out of 10 behaviors and eight out of 10 thinking and eight out of 10 um, relationships and like a whole bunch of stuff starts to become illuminated as you, as you do this simply through this one little, little bitty practice um, that can, that can take you as, um, as little as five minutes to do. And, and you don't, you know, it's like, you can do it in bed. You'd be like, I've, there have been times when I'm like, Oh, I forgot to do this. Cause I, I, I did graduate to the point where I would do it. Uh, I would write stuff down. And so if I found myself in bed and I hadn't done it yet, rather than getting up out of bed and doing my writing down, I can just do it in my head. And, um, and it's really easy. So uh, the moment you remember it to do it, or you remind yourself to do it with, you know, with an alarm, that's the, the tip I, I set up is, you know, set an alarm on your phone to to go off at a particular time in the evening do this behavior this practice um and you you do it for 30 days and i guarantee that you will have um some improvement in your performance and the results that you're getting um if for no other reason than simply because you'll be tracking what it is that you care about and want to pay attention to so that's that's the um the teaching of of this week uh just cultivate your awareness by instantiating a a daily practice of of reflecting on the day and setting intentions for the for tomorrow and um you will get some some good results and if you do that for 30 days come and and you don't see any improvement come talk to me and we'll we'll see if we can help all right in the meantime I will talk to you later. Thanks for listening.